You're listening to Once, episode 168, The Snow Queen, Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. And we're happy to have you joining us. Hey, if you want to provide your feedback on this episode of Once Upon a Time, then I'll tell you how to send that feedback in later for our full discussion. But we just finished watching The Snow Queen. And what an ending. I thought it was a really good ending. It brings so much mystery back to this that... Yeah, there was a lot of fun stuff in this episode. There was some stuff that I felt was kind of forced in this episode. Uh, Yeah. But I like that (laughs) ending giving us something to really start theorizing about. Oh, what is it? Mm. Remind us of the ending. The ending was (laughs) the indistinct whispering, as our (laughs) subtitles told us. See, apparently that was not what stood out to me. Oh? Yes, indistinct whispering was not what stood out, and I don't know why. Well, it was that... Rumple is going to have to do something in order to... Oh, well, he said with pleasure, so he's got to kill somebody. Yeah. I'm guessing it's Regina. It's Henry. He's been working with him for like (laughs) two weeks. He cannot stand the kid anymore. He was going to do it once. He's going to do it again. I'm just kidding. Yeah, Regina. (sighs) Because they've always had this kind of rivalry for a while. And I just can't even. So while Regina is... (laughs) Making out with Robin at the end of this episode. Mm, that was stupid. Yeah, it's kind of the whole honorable thing. You guys are kind of ruining it a little bit. I, mm. I get what you're, what's going on with this story, okay? And I, I do want to see Regina happy. I do want to see her in love. But the writers need to kill Marion for that to happen. Right. <laughs> or something. It's like it was cool. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Uh, yeah. Then they decided to put a notional frozen block of Marion somewhere in the plot so that we could sort of be confused. Okay. Really weird idea. Just Mm. came to me. But... No, she cannot be the ice sculpture at Robin and Regina's wedding. (laughs) No, this this is an actual serious idea, and it may be Mm. a very good idea. It just randomly came to me. Okay. Uh, there's a movie, I don't remember what the movie was, someone can, you can comment you so on the show notes at oncepodcast.com slash 168, but there was this romance movie or drama where the guy's wife dies and she's an, she is an organ donor and her heart is donated to this other woman and the guy ends up falling in love with that other woman and then he discovers it's the same heart as his wife. I can't remember the name of that movie, but it was a really cute movie, really special. Uh, But (laughs) I wonder if something similar is about to happen here in Once Upon a Time. Because we both agree that what Rumpel probably has to do is something to Regina. Maybe he has to take Regina's heart. So Regina loses her heart, Rumpel takes it, but there is Marion's heart. What if... By some choice, I don't know who would make this choice, but what if they give Marion's heart to Regina? Well, he's already in love with Regina. Yeah, but 
this could be it's i know it's not a, a complete thought here like what would this necessarily <laughs> accomplish other than saving regina's life well but she doesn't need her heart to live what well, she needs a heart well i guess if he turned it into a thing the name of the movie by the way thank you chat room amber in the chat room let us know uh, it's return to me is the name of the movie where, that i was referring to thank you by the way, we do this show live on Sunday nights at 9.15 Eastern and Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock Eastern. Sunday nights are initial reactions after the episode, and Wednesday nights are full discussion, including your feedback. And by the way, let me tell you how to send your feedback and your theories for that episode of the podcast. Email them to feedback at oncepodcast.com and put in the subject line of the email the title of the episode, so in this case, The Snow Queen. You can also call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221 or send a voice message through the website at oncepodcast.com through your computer or iOS device. That's also where you can go to join our forums and start your own conversations, have lots of other conversations with other people there. And you can pull apart this theory as much as you want there. But I'm thinking this could be direction they might go like maybe they'll decide somehow they'll just realize there's absolutely no way to save marion she is basically dead even though her heart continues to beat and if rumple well, takes- i hope not let's just add issues upon issues to this plot <laughs> yeah. that'd be awful it'd be really really super controversial and not good i know it's there are plenty of gray areas and when you're like, telling a story yeah, she's kind of on life support but she, well she never signed a card either she's an organ donor come on guys let's just take her heart <laughs> just put her heart in this other person and as greg in our chat room points out don't go stealing my heart <laughs> <laughs> but no no Mm-mm. it's a crazy idea it is crazy i would love to hear your feedback on this please comment on the show notes for this episode oncepodcast.com slash 168 <laughs> so we can hear what you think of it it's yeah i've come up with crazy ideas and I, uh, some of them i'm not sticking to but this one <laughs> i think could be something that will stay i don't know quite what will come of it mm. but i i think it could be something that we'll see potentially happen i don't know i i kind of think it's a good theory i think the spell will be cast and like somewhere during that time he will hate regina for just a little while and he'll love marion and he'll kiss her and she'll wake up and then she'll hate him because she'll get under that new spell oh yeah there is that whole you think that ingrid is going to successfully enact the spell yeah how Hmm. can they resist for real they're like, look at all the things we could do. Look at the people who would get to hit each other. Look at the fights we could have. I mean, we could have, I mean, Bell could finally get to slash a hook with a sword. He's had it coming for quite some time. And Happy may finally take his temper out on someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, she's definitely going to cast that spell. I think that was probably the uh, motivation for the entire season. Maybe not. But in this... The- part of her motivation is also alienating emma and i felt like the whole starting alienation thing emma yeah no from everyone else or making emma feel alienated Mm, sure i feel like some of that in this episode was a little bit forced i can't well nothing really stands out to me as seeing snow and charming afraid of emma's magic 
Yeah, Snow was out of character because plot. I thought most of the episode was fine. It was enjoyable, but there was some of the, you know, the condensed storytelling at the beginning that felt a little forced. Um, yeah, we sh- we shall never see you as a monster because you've thought that far. Good job, little girl. I am thinking back to when Regina was teaching Emma magic in Neverland. And I think Snow may have been concerned, like saying, this isn't a good idea. Yeah, maybe. But that's different from fear. I don't know. I just feel like Snow always used to take a different approach to things. I can hear her taking a cautious tone, but she wouldn't forget. I don't know. It was weird. Right. And then and then at the end, she's all like, David, we failed today. I'm like, no, that was you, sister. <laughs> he was like on the ground. You were the one who was like, Emma, how could you do this? Oh, oh, I mean, I mean, um, first daughter, who I did not just replace. Um, I love you, and I don't know you very well, but Come I give love Mama you. Mayor a hug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. I think in one of our recent episodes, I messed up the birth order of the three sisters. How could you? Yeah, I you said... Did. Yeah, so I think, Jeremy, you were right then. If, or someone corrected me, but I didn't accept it. Yes, Ingrid, Helga, Gerda. That's the order. Gerda was the youngest. She would have been last to accept the throne. The last candidate, that is. But uh, she became the queen because of Ingrid's accidentally killing Helga. It's kind of one thing that I think this episode put to rest is the idea that Helga was someone else strongly connected to some other character we know. Now we know, at least from this information, no, she's not. I mean, that's not to say she's an insignificant character. No, but she was just... It's funny because by the time Gerda showed up and Helga was dead, it was kind of clear what was going to happen. And I was kind of like, hmm, I don't know why this wasn't sort of obvious from the beginning. It just made sense. I like it when those things come together. Yeah, we had theorized that... This was not a stupid plot development. This is how the story should have gone. Yeah, we had theorized that Ingrid killed Helga or something, harmed Helga in some way, and that's why the kingdom decided to banish her Mm -hmm. to this. Some of the details we got incorrect, but overall... I think the assumptions I was was making that led me astray was thinking that, number one, the same thing had to have happened to both Ingrid and Helga which was not the case. Different things happened to them. And I just assumed that the king and queen would have been the ones to ask for the memory spell. Do you think that Gerda also lost her memories or oh, yeah. maybe that she held on to them? She wouldn't have. No, because I don't think she would have been as confused or in search of answers over Elsa. Maybe. But then again... Well, it, we've re- received some feedback recently, and I don't have it here to quote, but since our last episode of the podcast, a couple people had suggested that maybe Gerda made that note on the ship, the message in a bottle, and that was the whole story, hmm. or in some short form of the story, of the two sisters, the other two sisters, oh. what happened there, and some kind of warning, or some information, or maybe it was... That when Gerda went to talk to presumably Rumpelstiltskin, yes, it was him because he did say, 
maybe he gave her the full story and she's like, what? No, you didn't. And he shows her the ribbons and that makes her remember everything and curse broken, something like that. But still, we don't know what that note actually said. And I think though that note is going to come back. It has to. They made a whole scene right. at the beginning <laughs> well, of the, the season. opening scene. Of, yeah, it'll. Yeah. Hmm. But it'll have some vital information that we don't know yet. It, it's kind of like at the beginning of season three when we saw Emma giving birth to some baby. <laughs> what it's it, like ah, that baby's probably going to be important. We're going to see him again somewhere. What? <laughs> okay. What if? What if the note is kind of like the box, like August's box? And we were like, what did he, not what was in it, but when he was like, we like what did he show Bellfire? And it was just like, I know you're Bellfire. What if the note arrives and it just says, love thaws? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it, could, it could happen, ladies and gentlemen. That, oh, I don't want them to do something like that, but yeah, it could be. Nelson's like, oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Why, where was this message being for? I froze everybody. <laughs> Speaking of love, I think we got a little bit more of the picture of what happened between Will Scarlet and the Red Queen. And that is my interpretation of his emotions and expressions from this was that he lost Anastasia. And he feels like his life is ruined now because he lost his love. Mm -hmm. But what he was saying is that love was worth it. And that's <laughs> sure. But here's the classic we ruin the story because casting thing. If that's the case and they don't make a story out of it, then I would rather that they had not put him on the show. Just leave the story that he had the way that it is. And if they don't, if she's like dead or something, I think I don't acknowledge his character. Well, she probably is dead, but they might have had many, many years together because time. <laughs> Seem to basically stand oh, well, still then. in Wonderland. <laughs> he, yeah, like no, just because you were like, "Hey, this guy from Wonderland's really popular. Let's put him on Once Upon a Time." It was a really great love story. We can't get his uh, his wife. Let's let's kill her. Make him cry over some beers and stuff about it, and it'll be it'll be part of our story. No, and make up with Robin. I don't. Yeah, I don't and like Robin it. do the whole graham thing by throwing the dart Mm. at will and it hitting the door his track record up to that moment was not so great (laughs) it would have been kind of great if it had stuck in will's back it wouldn't have hurt but it would have been funny i think he was aiming for will i mean not funny if it hit me oh you think so yeah Hmm. because robin was pretty what code does that fall under that falls under the code of a few too many (laughs) maybe he has been imbued with much dark liquor, <laughs> which is not quite as powerful as furniture polish, by the way. <clears throat> yeah, no. Mm. Different uses. Wow. Hmm. So many directions. So little time. Rumpel said that love is free, but all magic comes with a price. It makes me wonder if the magic that's a result of true love doesn't have a price to it. Although Rumble did say all magic comes at a price, but oh, love magic is free. Dairy? Mm, it gets a little fuzzy if you try to think about it. And when you start talking about magic with a price, does someone with magical powers? 
That's kind of what Emma does sometimes, or Regina, and the teleportation and that kind of stuff. That's magic. But that's magic. That's simple magic. I think the kind of magic that comes with price is the magic that affects someone's life. No, no. No, no. Now you're starting to get into the whole, uh, well, the curse that covered all the realm only, uh, you know, took some people. And only covered part of the realm instead of all the people in all the realm. So all magic comes apart. Well, you know, kind of some all magic sort well, of yeah. comes at a price sometimes, sometimes. Okay. Mm-mm. The Duke of <laughs> Weaselton. <laughs> <laughs> ah, how extra creepy was he? The moment I saw him, I thought, that's got to be, or the moment I heard him, I thought, yep, yeah, Duke of Weaselton. <laughs> and I was expecting him to do the dance in some weird way and sure enough we got to see that he didn't say any of this stuff like a clucking chicken or or like a butter on a bald monkey or anything like that see i forgot all that stuff i feel like he yeah was not my favorite character so i kind of put him out of my head yeah and his memory was re-raced too so that's why he didn't just come back and frozen and say you had an ant that had this power too you dark sorceress (laughs) By the way, speaking of mm-hmm. dark sorcery, let me tell you about the opposite of that. Mm. True love magic. And that is given to us kindly in the form of donations for the podcast. And we really appreciate it because all podcasts come with a price. Mm-hmm. Well, most of them sometimes. The price for this podcast has been paid mm. for this episode. So special thanks to those who pay the price for the, not like die wow. for this Wow. That makes it sound like they died for the podcast. We'd like to thank those who sacrificed for this podcast. David Newland, Lisa Slack, Steve Johnson, Kelsey Hunt, Laura Silva, DJ Firewolf, and our nine Patreon backers. We really appreciate your support of the podcast. It keeps the podcast running, keeps the magic flowing, because the magic must flow. (laughs) And we really, really appreciate the support if you would like to become a supporter as well financially then please go over to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor you can donate with a one-time donation an automatic monthly donation which is really what helps us the best or you can donate per episode and of all of those we do have some suggested donation levels but really you can donate whatever works for you and we really appreciate the support If you're not able to donate, then the other way that you can help us is by telling other people about the podcast, tweeting our links, sharing our photos on Facebook, sending people to the podcast. When you look at the show notes for the episode, you see the social buttons at the top and the bottom of the show notes. Click those. Share us on Reddit, on Facebook groups, on Twitter, on Pinterest, on Tumblr, on Dasher, on Prancer, on Vixen, on all of the other social networks named after reindeer. We would love to have your support. And special thanks then to those who supported this episode financially, David, Lisa, Steve, Kelsey, Laura, and DJ Firewolf. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. Yeah, thanks so much. In the chat room, they are saying that Snow Queen looked like she turned into milk when she went into the urn. (laughs) Do you think inside the urn she was ice cream? Ooh, (laughs) maybe. And do you think somebody maybe at some point opened the urn just a little and maybe took a little bite? Oh, and that's, that's, that's getting and, weird. And, well, that, or it, had some on their cereal? It it means that she's just about one bite short of a full ice cream cone. <laughs> it explains a few things. She did pour out, though, like <laughs> white milk. Remember mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. 
That is an interesting effect. It's quite different from the magic of the hat, which sucks someone in like a vacuum. This was kind of like a black like hole, liquefying it's a them. Galactic. Yeah. Let the visuals of the magic fit the vessel. And let the storm rain on. The, the hat is less of a hat and more of a universe. Galaxy, if you will. And Ingrid knows more about the hat than Rumpel does. Hmm. Interesting. But she said she had it. Does that mean she could open it? And how, by the way? And when, by the way? Hmm. Yeah, that's true. I am getting some timeline confusion because she was in the urn, but then she was let out of the urn quite a long time ago. Right. Well, she was put in the urn before Elsa was even born. Right. And then she was let out of the urn in that episode that we saw where Elsa is already queen, now by Queen Elsa. Elsa. Yeah, she was let out by, well, by, actually by Hans. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. In, to try and capture Elsa. Right. And at some point then after that, yeah, a little while after that, that's when she got the hat from Anna and took Anna, put her in the prison cell. And then we have an amount of time that we don't know what she did. We don't know how Elsa ended up in the urn. A lot is still yet to happen that mm-hmm. we need to see. We still don't know what happened to Anna. Either one of them. Right. <laughs> Anna of Arendelle or Anastasia of Scarleton. Anastasia. Whatever. There's Anna and there's Anna. Fine. Potato, potato. Yeah. So we would love your feedback on this episode. Send us your theories on what you think might be going on, especially what is it that you think Rumpel will be really excited to do that he said he'll do with pleasure to help cleave himself. <laughs> he, he's going to reopen the ice cream shop. That's all that you have to do. Yeah. There's a lot of magic there. So send us your thoughts and theories to feedback at oncepodcast.com or call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221. Or you can go to the website and send a voice message through the site oncepodcast.com on your computer or iOS device. Keep in mind that the next episode of Once Upon a Time is the last episode before Thanksgiving. They are taking the Sunday right before Thanksgiving in the U.S. off, but on November 16th, The episode is going to be a two-hour-long episode, so we're actually getting 23 hours of content in this season, unless they do a longer season finale, which we're going to have a party for that, by the way. But make sure that you set your DVRs or schedule your life around the fact that the next episode will be a two-hour-long episode. It starts at the same time, 8, 7 central, and it goes for two hours and maybe an extra minute or two, according to some schedules that we've seen online. So make sure that you set your DVR and plan your life accordingly. Our upcoming initial reactions then to that episode will also be later. We'll be an hour later, but we're always 15 minutes after the episode airs in Eastern and Central Time. We're really looking forward to discussing that. Send us your thoughts and theories about this episode of Once Upon a Time for the podcast for our upcoming full discussion on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time over at oncepodcast.com slash live. Please connect with us on Twitter at Once Podcast and each of us individually on Twitter. I'm Daniel J. Lewis on Twitter at The Roman Noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin on Twitter at Fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. 
Comment on the show notes at oncepodcast.com slash 168. And until next time, I think this ribbon is still beautiful. And it will look quite lovely in my hair. And thanks for listening. Mm. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our sponsors for this episode. If you would like to be one of them and contribute either a one-time donation and an automatic monthly donation, which helps us the best, or a per-episode donation, check out all of your options over at oncepodcast.com slash sponsor.